0: If you're prepared to do that mental workout along with the other two, you will be amazed at where your body goes. And then beyond that, you will be amazed at how your life changes because of the change in your own perspective of life. And when you can look yourself in the eye, then you look at everything else differently.
1: All right, my friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. I'm the founder and CEO here at the Fit Father Project, the host of this podcast. And I am truly honored, grateful, and excited to be having a conversation with a man who I consider a friend, Christopher Lee. And the reason I consider him a friend is not just that he's a member of our program and that he's had such great results. This is a man that our team talks about all the time because the transformation that Chris went through over the course of now almost pushing two years, but the weight loss journey he went through and then the muscle building he did after the fact is just incredible. It really just shakes me to my core. And it's exactly what is possible when you dedicate yourself and your life to getting healthy. So Chris, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to hear your story and I'm really excited to speak with you. And to kick this off, I'd love for you to share everyone, your name, your age, where you're from, what you do, and a little bit about your family, and then we'll get into your story.
0: Well, my name is Christopher Lee, 47 years old. I live in Houston, Texas. Well, I actually live in Spring, Texas, which is a suburb north of Houston. But I'm a musician. I hold a master's degree in music. It's actually a double concentration in music and church music, and I'm a worship pastor at a local church. And I also teach music for San Jacinto College. I teach Gen Ed music appreciation, and a course in American popular music, which is a favorite of the students. So I do that for a living. And then I've been married for 20 years. My wife and I met when I was in graduate school, and she's a nurse. She is actually the director of nursing for a rehabilitation hospital that is part of a large hospital system here in Houston. We have two boys. My oldest son, Nathaniel, is 19 years old, about to be 20. He serves in the Marine Corps. Actually, he's about to go on his very first deployment in August. So holding on and holding him up in prayer. And, you know, it's tough, but we're super proud of him. And he's actually part of my story. He was part of my inspiration, and I'll get to that. But my younger son, my youngest son, Nicholas, just graduated from high school. He's 18, and he is going to be attending Universal Technical Institute. He wants to study automotive and diesel technology and has a goal one day of owning his own auto shop. And he wants to restore old classic cars. Like that's his thing. And he's one of these kids, you know, you show him any car, just random pictures. And he will tell you the year, the make, the model, and like start going into engines. engines. Then all the options is crazy what he knows about cars. So that's kind of my family. We do have a couple of dogs. You know, we have a cocker spaniel that's on her way out the door. I think she's about 15 years old. And we have a three-year-old Great Dane Who's so thankfully is sleeping right now. I was nervous that he would get excited and start barking during this thing. And then we'd be, you know, fighting with the dog, but uh, he seems to be in good right now. So
1: Chris, it sounds like you have a beautiful family and I can imagine right now you next to a giant great Dane and a Cocker Spaniel and your two <laughs> strong, proud boys and your amazing wife. You know, I know you have a lot that you did this program for. So on that note, tell us kind of where you were at, like the low point, I guess you could say, of your health before you found the Fit Father Project, a little bit about what brought you there, and then some of these initial moments that led you to join the program.
0: Well, I have always struggled with my weight. I was athletic in high school. I did weightlifting and and all, but got into college and really wasn't very active, so busy with school that I just kind of let that go, but I kept eating and eating wrong. And it just led into a process where I just got bigger and bigger and bigger, trying to compress a whole lot of years into, into a nutshell. But when I was 25, I was trying to get healthy again. I had been married previously. And my wife had been diagnosed with a heart condition, my first wife, but she'd been cleared to exercise. And we were actually in our living room exercising one afternoon, and she collapsed and died. I was 25. She was 27. And for about a decade, that was probably the last time I exercised. For a while through the grief, it was just, you know, every time I thought about exercising, I pictured her collapsing and it was an emotional thing. And so I did go through that and I, I remarried. I met Angela, remarried, had the boys and I just kind of did work in life like most guys do. I, I didn't exercise. I enjoyed the barbecues. I enjoyed sitting in front of the TV eating the chips at night and, the, you know, pampering myself. And I think also, you know, it just it really came when I was about, oh, I guess I was about 10 or 11 years ago, I did start going back to the gym. I found a program. By a bodybuilder, Hugo Rivera, and he wrote the book Sculpting Bible for Men. And I started doing that and I actually got to know him through Facebook and I lost about 100 pounds. I was up to 285 pounds and I lost all of it. I got all the way down to 180 or so, but it was tough to maintain. It was a program that I mean, it worked, but it was really hard to fit into life because I was always, I mean, it was six days in the gym. It was 14, 15 sets, you know, and finally I injured my shoulder. I was feeling dumbbells and I had like, I think it was an 85 pound dumbbell and I was lifting it up with my knee and it went too far. Instead of letting it fall, I tried to hold it, pulled the rotator cuff and everything hurt. I couldn't do anything. And I quit. I just let it go. And I gained almost all the weight back so last what 2019 went in for my annual physical in the beginning of the summer june of 2019 i was hypertensive i was having trouble sleeping i was dealing with other guy issues ed just and i couldn't sleep well headaches all this and you know my nurse practitioner told me you know you you really need to do something about your weight. Or we're going to have to start talking about blood pressure medication. My oldest son at that point was had just finished high school, and he was getting ready to go to boot camp. And I kept thinking, you know, I should do something. I should do something, but I never really committed. And they left. We went for 13 weeks where we could not talk to him. All we could do was write letters. But I got his first letter, and he started telling me what he was going through. And this thought came into my head, you know, what excuse do you have, Chris, your 19-year-old son, at that time he was 18, is going through all sorts of abuse to his body out of a sense of purpose he wanted to serve. He had colleges that wanted him to go, and he said, no, Dad, I want to serve first. And he chose to do that. And he chose the Marine Corps. They're the hardest. <laughs> and, I said, and I asked him, you know, I said, son, are you sure you want to go to the Marine Corps? You could serve in the Army. You could serve. He says, no, I want to do the Marine Corps. So and something I just thought, you know, if he could do what he's doing and, and endure what he's enduring for a higher purpose than himself. then I have no excuse because I have things that I love more than myself and i should do something so i you know i was i was at a place where i was i wouldn't look at myself in the mirror when i got out of the shower you know, I was embarrassed of who I saw. I was embarrassed of who I was. I was depressed. I was low energy. I just felt like a hamster in a wheel. And even though my marriage was good, it wasn't great because my wife picked up on the negative aspect of how I saw myself and just no confidence. And I really had come to believe that at that time, 45 years of age, that I was old. hmm and that's what I believe. I was old. You know, I looked in the mirror and I thought this is an old guy and I resigned myself to that. But I thought, well, let me try, let me do something. And so I did a Google search, an internet search, I was looking for workouts for men over 40, because I knew that trying to go back and do the whole, you know, program I did with Hugo was not gonna, I couldn't do that ongoing. I came across bad for fit father program. And I read through some of it and I scrolled and I was skeptical, you know, I was like, I don't know, is this, you know, I'm sure a lot of people go through that. And I sort of dismissed it and take was a couple more times. I came across it again and I thought, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll do the seven day free trial. So I I did it. I got this. And this was right after my wife and I had gone on an anniversary trip. We do it every fall. And this was in September of 2019. And I said, okay, I'm going to try. My son had been in boot camp for about a month. And that's when I decided to start. I did workouts for that week. And I changed up my meals and lost about four pounds. And so that's where it started. And, you know, I had no idea that I would get where I am now. But... Incrementally, as I saw the changes in me, I began to believe more and more. And I was surprised at what I found under all the fat. Honestly, I was like, who is this guy that I have uncovered from all these layers of of fat? And so it's been fun. It's been a cool journey. And there's a lot that I've learned along the way. Now, uh, you know, I go to the gym and I still can't believe that's me. I see in the mirror when I'm lifting. I I went in this morning to work my chest. I was doing incline dumbbell presses with 90 pound dumbbells. And, you know, there are guys in there half my age that, you know, I mean, they they have no clue what they're doing or they they can't lift that. And here's this guy that's pushing 50 and he's in there, you know, so that feels pretty good to go in there and do that. Oh, yeah. But that's where I was and that's why I started. But there's just so much that's changed in me, not just physically. So
1: Chris, you lost and I want to get into some of the details of the transformation, what you went through. But correct me if I'm wrong you lost 85 pounds in the span of eight months. Most of that was in 2020, you know, you started in September. And then from that point, after you got down to this weight, you had a six pack for pretty much the first time in decades. And, And just tell me what that experience was like for you.
0: Well, I tell you, it was it was tough because part of that was when COVID hit. And so I was going to the gym and just cooking along. And, you know, I just followed the phases faithfully. You know, whatever new workouts came along, I did them. When it came to fasting, I did it. When it said fast two days, I did it. You know, and I never fasted a day in my life, but I took everything as a challenge. And, you know, the fat loss is hard. The workouts are hard, but I think the part that was the really the hardest was Changing me, the way that I do life, the way I deal with stress, the way I started to recognize patterns, behaviors that I had, and that I would treat stress or emotion with eating to reward myself, I guess, to get that dopamine, you know, go on and sort of it's this it's this vicious cycle that I had to break out of that, you know, you, you feel bad. You had a stressful day. But eating makes you feel good. And so you eat, you feel good for a little while. You watch some TV, you go to bed, and then you feel guilty for it, then it's day, And it's just this snowball. And so I had to begin to lay that aside. And I've really realized that, I would say this to any guy that does this program, if all you want to do is lose fat, you're in it for the wrong reason. Because you'll lose some fat, but then you'll go back. I wanted to be a different person. And the Fit Father program gave me the opportunity to really dig into who I am or was. I wanted to be a different person. And once I started dealing with those demons, the program became easy. The motivation was easy. And I found myself doing stuff I never thought I'd do. When they they shut my gym down, I said, wow, what am I going to do now? So I said, I'm going to go run. I don't like to run, but I'm going to run anyway. I went to the store to buy dumbbells, and they were all sold out. They had one 25-pound dumbbell. And so I used that one dumbbell and I did unilateral exercises and I did it to failure, you know. My son had a pull-up bar that we hung over his door. And I used that, even though I could only do three of them. You know, I just did whatever because I did not want to give up. I wanted so badly to be different that I refused to give up. And so the, the change just kept coming. And then I guess it was roughly April of 2020, so about eight months in, shy of eight months in, that I got down to where I was seeing the, the abs come and, and all of that, and I thought, wow, this is just, this is amazing because I felt so good about me. I felt so healthy. I was like spending a fortune on a new wardrobe. <laughs> i had to take i took all of my old clothes and i had to put them in these giant garbage bags and i think i took five or six huge hefty bags of clothes down to goodwill because i and there was a purpose to it. i wanted them out of the house because i didn't want them as an option to get back into i wanted to buy clothes that fit where i was and if they got tight You know, that's my key, you know, and so (laughs) that was all fun. But the other things that started happening, I started finding that because of all my energy, I wanted to do stuff. And I was starting to work from home. I was teaching online classes and all that. And my youngest son, he was stuck at home because they had stopped going to school. So I looked at my wife and I told her, you know what, I'm going to build a deck. You know, I'd never built a deck in my life. I said, I'm going to build a deck. I have a buddy who's a contractor. And so my son was 17 then. I said, Nicholas, I want you to help me build this deck. We're going to build a deck together. He said, okay. And so I went out and started planning out the deck. I ended up building a a 500-square-foot deck on the back of our house during the late spring, early summer here in Texas in the heat. But I was just like out there, and I would get up, and I would do my workouts. And then I would go and work outside in the yard all day long. And I would never have done that before. And that snowball, I started doing more stuff around the house. All this home improvements, DIY stuff. One thing led to another that as I got there, I just transformed everything around me. The way people interact with me. Or maybe it's just the way I perceive them interacting with me. The things that I do, I feel great walking around with my wife. I felt better walking around with her. I know it's not every guy, but some married men know that you always want to feel like that you can protect the woman that you love. And the fat guy that I was would have been pretty, I mean, I would have fought, but I (laughs) wouldn't have lasted very long. And so it just makes you feel like when you're walking around with your wife, she feels like she can be sick with you. At least for me, that's how I feel. So that's another thing that that changed for me just from, from losing the weight.
1: One visual that's just stuck in my head right now is you taking these garbage bags of those old clothes. It's like throwing out this old guy and burning your ships and you're not going back. I mean, that doesn't happen overnight. That is, that is a shift that happens from days and weeks compounded. But you do get to this point where you're a new man. And I see it in your face. You are so full of life. I, I just, I'm floored. I'm just so impressed and so happy. And I also know your health markers improve. Heart disease kills more men. And I know that changed as you got through the program as well. Tell me about that.
0: Well, I missed last year's physical because of the COVID stuff. And so I went in this year. i seen the nurse practitioner, that Amanda, that does our, our physicals. And I walked in and she, I'd already done my weight with the nurse and all that. And then she came in and she looked at me. She said, what did you do? She was just blown away. <laughs> she, said, she said, your blood pressure is like the blood pressure of a teenager. Uh, She said, you know, you look great. And, you know, all my blood work, my labs came back. Everything was absolutely normal. I was no risk of diabetes. Cholesterol was just where they wanted it, all this. And I actually told her about the Fit Father Project. And then she sat and she wrote it down on her pad. She says, I'm going to tell my husband about this. Which was so awesome. I, I I want people to do it. I have a buddy that did it. I have a, a, a friend, Matt, that, that signed up a, a little about a year ago and he's lost 70 pounds and he looks great. You know, and so I just, you know, I, I wholly believe in the process. I think that any man that commits himself, he has the reasons to change. This project will certainly do that for him.
1: Chris, I want to get a little bit into the the nitty-gritty details of some of the stuff that you found that worked for you. As you know, some of the foundational principles that we have in the beginning program where we're helping you establish some things is that we need to get a sustainable plan around your nutrition primarily and also your sleep and your exercise too. You tried diets before and obviously you tried some things that worked, you know, bodybuilding style diets, packing your six meals and all that stuff. And I've done that in the past too. What has made this sustainable for you? Because you've been in this for years now and there's no turning back, but like, why do you know now? Obviously the mental emotional shifts have been huge. You're a new man and, and you, you face those demons and you're no longer being driven and controlled by some of these things and you have such positivity. But on your nutrition, what really worked for you in the plan? Because obviously it was a big part of your weight loss.
0: Well, I'm an academic. You know, I like the theory of everything. And that's one of the things I loved about the program is that it wasn't just a program that said, okay, do this, this, and this, and trust. But it, you got into some of the theory explaining why why this works. And and I, that helps me because I like to be feel like I'm in control. I'm a perfectionist. And, you know, one of the things I struggled with Early on, was trusting the perfect, perfect plate. You know, not weighing anything, just kind of eyeballing it. And I did that. i I did that for for the first couple of months. But eventually, I sat down and I figured out how many calories that I was really eating <laughs> because I wanted to know. I actually wanted to know. I I wanted a target. I I I just that's how I am. So, but I enjoyed the way that I guess that you slowly worked in new aspects. So, you know, for for the first month, we're going to make these changes, but it's and it's it's a lot, but it's not crazy, you know. And then the next month okay, now we're going to introduce this new idea, this just little bit extra in the diet to help here and to keep your body from plateauing. And, and, and then in the third month, how now we're going to try some carb cycling. And I like that because it sort of eases you into doing something that you haven't really done. But I think for me that it was the process that, that you asked us to sit down and write out our reasons. And for me, the reasons that I had to change, were more emotionally important to me than anything I wanted to eat. And I think that's really what did it for me. And once I had that, I was willing to to forego anything. I was willing to make any sacrifice or any change in order to, to uphold those things, those goals that I had those reasons that I had. And I started to track more and more and I wanted to be more in control. I wanted to do well when I was out. I wanted to participate with my family when we went out to eat. And you give some guidance in the meal plan, but a lot of times we weren't going to those restaurants. And so I began digging around and I found out a lot of restaurants publish their nutrition information. And so I had an idea of, you know, I'm gonna focus on things that are grilled Things that are either fresh or grilled green and not not boiled in fat. You know, from <laughs> my family are from South Carolina and every vegetable is cooked with fat. <laughs> and I love green beans with bacon and you know all <laughs> that. But it permeated everything that I did. And the meal plan got me started on that. And then I got to where honestly I felt like I don't use the meal plan because in that sense, because I've just developed a habit of the way that I eat. It's just how I am. I, even a cheat meal, I always find myself looking for the healthiest cheat meal. I can't, it's, <laughs> it's funny. I laugh at myself because, you know, I, I, I love wings. We'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings. But I don't do the fried ones. And I'm still looking for okay, if I'm going to get any kind of sauce on it for a free meal, you know, I'm going to get the lowest calorie. I'll go for the dry rub. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, and I think that it was those initial stages of, of learning and challenging myself to fast for a day to, and then to just have a salad to break a fast or whatever it was. I, it just, I developed the discipline in doing that. That then allowed me to go on and just continue doing that, without feeling like I had to always go to the meal plan and look and say, "Okay, what should I be having today?" And just I sort of had an idea. Okay, I really got to a point where I just did like I do now with the old school muscle, That just became the way I did everything.
1: Well, oh, I want to I want to state a couple of things. I think you said some really important and subtle things that I want to highlight for people listening. It's in the beginning. It's really important. To have this structure, right? To have this structure to start on, which you followed it to the T, you made, you got the emotional commitment, you followed it. But in time, that structure turns into This flexibility. And for you as an intellectual guy who wants to understand the architecture, I think that is so essential because when you understand the why of things and and some of the theory, it makes all the decisions have much more meaning. And it's in this greater architecture of all the stuff that makes sense. So for guys who are geared like you, who want to track, you need to have a program that gives you the ability to fit your personality. Yet for guys like this who are a little more, don't necessarily want to count the calories, you also need to have a solution. So it needs to fit your personality because that means there's not friction, right? And so you discovered that and now you have this system and now you know, I bet now, Chris, which is amazing, when you look at food at a restaurant, you can generally say how many calories are in that. You look at a plate of food and you're like, that's probably more or less like, you know, this is this roughly amount of protein, this and this, and that's a superpower because now wherever you go, you have the ability to kind of like auto-regulate your own nutrition and that's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's freeing.
0: You know, it really is freeing. I I understand completely that there are people that hate to do that. And I think that's what's so great about the way you have fit father program set up is that for those guys that don't want to bother with tracking stuff, that they're going to follow that and they're going to have great results. You know, there's just no way, because if they're doing that and they're working out, you know, and they're doing Apex 10 or, or whatever, and, you know, <laughs> there's no way that they're not going to benefit and see those results. And I'm just kind of one of those people that I like, you know, I want to take some of the part and figure out how it works and and I find security in it. I like it when I get to the end of the day and I have my fitness pal out and I look, okay, bam, I hit all of my macros within five or 10 grams. And, you know, I go to bed satisfied that I've won the day nutritionally. There's something about that, that I did my workout, I nailed my nutrition, I got all my water in, you know, and and that's just who I've become. I, you know, it's, I, it's hard to explain to people. I have run into to people that that come up and they'll say, "Christopher, what did you do?" And I, I think they want me to tell them I found some magic pill, you know. And then I tell them well, it's good old fashioned diet and exercise. <laughs> they just get, their faces will fall. <laughs> but you know, it's really that—that's the key. You know, that's that's how our bodies were made to be. If we use them and we care for them, they take care of us. And if we don't
1: they they don't
0: take favors either you know and
1: it shows so well said there and now Chris I'm curious a couple years into this journey what's next for you you've obviously transitioned to building some muscle And for those who are listening, it's a shame that you can't see a couple of Chris's pictures that he's like, will put his pictures all over the internet of him. I mean, you have some guns on you, man, and you're lifting the 90s. And obviously the strength training has become a new passion for you because there's tracking and you can progress and that's good. What's next for you in your journey, I guess, with your own personal fitness, but also perhaps with your family and in your community as a fit father?
0: Well, you know, I just... I guess for me, as far as fitness, uh, I'm just going to keep going. You know, I, I have a friend at the church. He's our youth pastor. He was a Marine as well, like my son. And Ricky is about my age. And he asked me, because I was talking about some of the muscle gains I've gotten. He says, so what's your goal? I said, I have no idea. <laughs> he's like, how big do you want to get? I said, I don't know. And he kind of laughed at me. and I, I, I realized that the process of, of bulking and then cutting, and bulking, and cutting, keep shifting goals for me. And those shifting goals keep me at it. And knowing myself, I I wonder if I were just to start trying to maintain if I would get bored. And so, for at least for now, I want to see where my body will go naturally at my age. You know, it's fun. I like lifting. It's fun to lift heavy. It's fun to have young guys in the gym come up and ask me for tips. I had a trainer ask me for tips, which was kind of funny. And, you know, that's my plan. You know, I rep fit father, you know, and I tell people about it and, you know, I want to be that guy that people look at at 60 and say, Holy cow, there's no way he's 60. You know. Oh heck, yeah, it is. But I, I believe now that it's totally possible. You know, I mean, I would never believe at forty-seven that I would have done what I've done, and now I totally, I get it. You know, and I, I think that most people can. You know, obviously, all of our bodies are different, and some of us are going to put on more muscle than others, do, but everyone can improve. So, you know, as far as family, my wife and I are in a transition now. You know, the boys, we got one that's already out of the house. We got another that's getting ready to go to UTI, and he'll, he'll be out of the house. He's going to stay here while he's live with us, while he's doing that. But he'll be done in a couple years and, and going into his life. And so now we're traveling you know, we're looking at traveling and I want to do more stuff around the house. And, you know, my wife is, she's not a weightlifter. She won't go to the gym with me. I've tried to, <laughs> but she has actually started changing her diet and she has lost about 20 pounds. And I think that that's what I want to do. I want to influence others. I, I mentioned in the little questionnaire, the interview thing that I filled out before this interview, if I could if I could help other guys do what I have done for myself for a living, that would be so awesome. And I have toyed with the idea of getting my certification as a trainer and doing it on the side just to just to help people. I mean, obviously I just want to point them, say, hey, here's the program. I just I have such a passion for how it's changed me. And I would love to find a way to pass that on to others. Cause I know there's so many men out there that are just. They're struggling. They don't believe they can do it, you know. Other than that, you know, the future is just living my best life, living, living life this way and seeing what that's going to be and where that takes me, takes my marriage. I know my my Marine, he's he's planning only doing his four-year contract, so he'll be done in two years. And he's already told me, Dad, he said, I want to come back and lift with you. Because he can't lift. He can't lift like I lift in the in the Marine Corps, they do a lot of cardiovascular stuff. He wants to build muscle, and he t- this is great. We were in the store he's home on leave right now before going. We were in the store the other day. He said, "Dad, if I were as big as you, I'd be happy. You know <laughs> and to have your your almost
1: twenty year old son say that to you is pretty cool. Oh, it's super cool, yeah, I mean, the possibilities that you've created in your life through this platform of health you can't put a price on that and and nor is it something you maybe even believe or expect when you start this thing. But if you have that itch and that desire and you pull on that string and you say consistent enough, this is what can happen, Chris. I mean, you are a living walking example. And this conversation, all the encouragement you give inside the brotherhood groups, I mean, you're doing it. You're already walking the walk. And, and I'm excited to continue to support you and being the living example and, and, and a pillar for what's possible. And it just, it, man, you impress the hell out of me is really what it comes down to. And I'm damn proud of you. It's so good. So, final question here to wrap this up would be if you could give advice to either your past self, you know, maybe even before the point where, you know, you were a little complacent, you know, maybe you weren't even thinking about doing this, or a guy who's considering starting, what are a couple of things you'd share with with a guy at that stage in the game?
0: I guess for me, I would say to, to myself at that time or another man, two things. I would say, number one, you can do it. You may not believe it now if you will, like you said, pull on that string. If you'll pull that trigger, I think you'll be surprised what happen. I think that would be the first thing. And the other thing that I would tell them is I said, if you want to pull that trigger, if you want to go that route, Absolutely do it, but be ready, be prepared to wrestle with those demons because I think that that was the biggest change for me. It wasn't my body. It wasn't my diet. It wasn't going to the gym. It was changing this. It was changing this and just changing how I did life. And it was the challenge of the nutrition and workouts that made me have to wrestle with it because my mind would tell me, no, do this instead. I had to recognize that. And so that's what I would tell somebody. If you're prepared to do that mental workout along with the other two, you will be amazed at where your body goes and what your health does. And then beyond that, you will be amazed at how your life changes because of the change in your own perspective of life when you can look yourself in the eye, then you look at everything else differently. Man,
1: nothing else to add there. It's the truth. It's the truth. And I'm I'm glad that guys like you are showing that that's the case. And I think it's so valuable that you were able to share the mindset and the internal shift component of this, because I think a lot of guys probably do look at you now and they might think you've always been this way. Maybe you were genetically gifted to look this way. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. So... And the mind creates the body. And to recreate a mind, it does require this deep reflection. That's something we emphasize throughout our programs, throughout this podcast. And it's great to hear it from your mouth, that it's not going to be easy, but this is where transformation lies in, in this soil.
0: And I really think that's the hardest part. I've shared it on the Facebook Brotherhood page. I've told guys that I see that are new at it. You know, I said, hardest part is the workout you do with your emotions. That is the hardest part. The other stuff to me is a cakewalk. Once you get the other stuff done, I don't have to motivate myself to go to the gym. I look forward to it. I feel bad if I can't go. Like I get up in the morning excited, and like I've noticed, I'm starting to go earlier and earlier because I can't wait to go. Yeah, you know, it's just you know, (laughs) so weirdest thing. But I had to get through all that and 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 let go of those those blankets and those security devices that I had before. But yeah, absolutely, it changes everything. I'm so appreciative.
1: And I think. To do a final wrap on that, there's two paths that run simultaneously. You need to do some initial mental work and get clear on why you want to invest this initiating energy. And that's the mission statement, as we say. And then you use that for initial rocket fuel to get some boost while doing the stuff that's getting you results that reinforces those behaviors, right? So two tracks. And oftentimes one will feel harder and easier than the other, but they both run. But there seems to be a certain point in every man's journey, it's buried based on every individual man, where it all collapses into this forward momentum, where it becomes something you look forward to. And the feeling of just how good you feel is so much of a reward that you've changed. And you just, it. it but you need to work all these paths at once. So, and Chris, you did that Man, nothing more needs to be said here, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, you really do. You get to that point where you get to the Rubicon and you're going to have to cross it or you're going to go back home. And some people do, they go back home. But I guess a great thing to look at is like the way the Fit Father Project works is that the gradual changes in the nutrition, the challenges that come from that, and the challenges that come from the workouts are what force you to have to work out the mental and emotional And so just like you have to increase your resistance, you have to increase your duration, you have to decrease your rest time, any of those things to make your body adapt and keep changing, those same things are what make you have to adapt and change emotionally and mentally to become tougher, I guess, to go and continue pushing. And if you do it, if you work through that, then that's how you keep progressing. I, get, I really think that's how I ended
1: up where I am. Um, but it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I think so too. Chris, God bless you and your family. Thanks for sharing with us. And I can't wait to get this conversation out into the podcast. I know a lot of guys are going to benefit from this. And if you listen to this at this point, and you are feeling down, listen to this conversation again. Keep Chris in your ear you know, while you're walking. While during the workday, these are words of wisdom and it's the absolute truth from my experience from his. So thank you everyone for being here. Chris, thanks again. And I'll see you guys in future episodes and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, Visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys who are 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Project to get access to our entire video library.